0: Welcome back to the show. I'm not sure what to call this next segment. It was just a story that caught my eye uh, in Associated Press over the weekend. Associated Press, of course, is articles are run in thousands of websites and newspapers uh, throughout North America and around the world. But I thought it was an interesting one. It was in regards to uh, making a right turn on a red light, which is very common, of course, here in Canada and British Columbia, common in the United States as well. But with pedestrian deaths rising, some U.S. cities are considering banning uh, turning right on a red light. Now, Washington, D. C., Washington D.C. City Council last year approved a right-on-red ban, that takes into effect uh, takes effect in 2025. Uh, new Chicago Mayor uh, Brandon Johnson, according to the article. Uh, in his transition plans wanted to focus on restricting right turns on red. They haven't given any specifics yet in regards to that policy. Uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is a college town, prohibits right turns at red lights in the downtown area. Uh, San Francisco uh, leaders recently Uh, voted uh, to urge their uh, transportation agency to ban right on red across the city. And other major cities, such as Los Angeles, Seattle and Denver, have looked into the bans as well. Uh, I wanted to talk to our next guest because while it's not being considered here, I do want to talk about it. And could we see it come here at one time? Joining me now is Grant Gotketru. He's a former uh, police officer working in traffic division in New Westminster and West Vancouver. He is now a forensic criminal and traffic consultant at ForensicTrafficPro.com. Grant, thank you for joining us. Always my pleasure, Jeff. I appreciate uh, you making time for us. Uh, Like I said, this article caught my eye. First of all, your thoughts on the issue in regards to uh, banning uh, the the use of right turns on a red. What are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, I read the same article, and it was uh, this particular, it was a a pedestrian walking her bicycle. Mm -hmm. And and, And it's funny because when we were kids, we were all taught to look both ways. Mm-hmm. before we cross a road but it seems to me that the older we get the more complacent we get as pedestrians and cyclists and we don't check both ways before we cross and and, and that's that's a that's a big problem uh, even during my time uh as a collision analyst if a pedestrian would just take two seconds to make eye contact with the vehicle then there was not going to be a collision because the site, at least the pedestrian would go, Oh, this guy's not stopping. Mm-hmm. I better not go into the road. Um, there are some intersections funnily enough floating around in the lower mainland that have signs erected where you can't make a right turn on a red light. Um, they're not necessarily in too heavily populated intersections necessarily. There are some, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, And obviously, the problem, if you look at the downtown core there in Vancouver, um, traffic is already a disaster as it is. And if you put up these signs that prohibit a right turn on a red light, then those cars that want to make a right turn obviously can't legally until their light goes green. But of course, by the time their light goes green, the pedestrians are now free to walk. And that... Prevents you from making a right turn, and of course, there's a lot of pedestrians that ignore those don't walk signs. Mm-hmm. So you might get one car through, where maybe you could get four or five through mm-hmm. if you can make that right turn on a red light. So i I don't see it as I don't see it as a as a, as a problem that needs to be fixed. I think it's a knee-jerk reaction. Of course, you're going to get people on both sides. You're going to get the pedestrian and the cyclist saying, "No, no, no, this has to happen." You're going to get advocates for vehicles that are going to say, no, this is going to create more gridlock. Mm-hmm. And I think both sides are right and both sides are wrong as far as I'm concerned. But I don't think it's, it's necessarily uh, warranted in, in a big metropolis because it'll just create even more uh, gridlock. And people are going to end up jumping on that right turn against the light anyways at the sign, And it's going to create more enforcement for the police and the police have better things to do. Mm-hmm. and to have that added to their list in regards to
0: intersections and injuries and death is it more of a case in your experience uh where it's somebody running a red or somebody just not stopping because they're going too quickly uh compare that to someone making a right turn do you get many injuries and deaths from right turns generally in your experience and I'm not asking for specific data here but generally no, it, no. no you don't you don't see a lot yeah. of injuries
1: it it's they're generally very slow speed because a person comes up and they'll they'll take, they'll take that quick look to the right we all do it mm-hmm. we look left we look left to make sure that it's free to go and then we go instead of taking that 2 seconds to look right again before you go mm-hmm. so it's like it's like look right look left look right again and then go this is this is common sense this is what's taught when you're driving, and again, you know, when you're learning how to drive, you're taught how to do that. Yeah. And again, when you're growing up, you're as a pedestrian, you have to look both ways before you cross the street. So it's like everybody seems to forget the basics, both the drivers and the pedestrians. And and I guess with
0: SUVs and the popularity of SUVs or higher up, so even if, if you are making a right turn, uh, there may be some challenge in regards to seeing a pedestrian occasionally compared to, let's say, 25 years ago, when vehicles are probably a little lower to the ground, you're still turning. Even if you hit somebody, there's less chance of any serious injury because you're going at a slow speed. Now your vehicles at least elevate a little higher when you're hitting somebody, too. Is that part of it as well?
1: Well, and that does create blind spots. That mm-hmm. does create. And, of course, I think a lot of these new vehicles, because, you know, you can they can park themselves, they can drive themselves, you get little warning lights on your mirrors to say if someone's beside you. And, and I think a lot of motorists get a false sense of security that, oh, the, the car will tell me instead of them using their own eyes. Um, so, you know, technological advancements are sometimes, uh, you know, you know the, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, so to speak.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, according to the article, there's the Governor's Highway Safety Association, and according to their national report, more than 7,500 people in the U.S. Uh, were struck and killed by automobiles in 2022. The highest number since 1981 now one of the article makes the assertion that you know people have larger vehicles now like pickups and suvs um what do you think is the cause of that in your mind and have you seen similar similar sort of numbers here in in canada
1: i think it's a lot of complacency like i said on mm-hmm. both sides uh, both drivers and pedestrians but keep in mind, back in the '40s and '50s, when cars were absolutely gargantuous and they had seven-foot grills and they weighed five thousand tons, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, not not a lot of pedestrians survived getting no. hit by cars back then. And you're seeing a return of that now because, yes, the vehicles are, are they're, they're so big right now. The, the the trucks and the SUVs, they're they're huge compared to even thirty years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. I had a what. What did I have? A Plymouth Voyager. That was huge back in the day. That's nothing now. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right.
0: I also find coming to downtown uh, from the suburbs, you have to be extra cautious downtown, never mind – uh, just uh, the one-way lanes and pedestrians, you add to that cycling lanes, add to that uh, people on scooters now. I, you have to actually worry more even as a pedestrian <laughs> walking around. You don't want to get run over by one of these uh, scooters. So it's, it really does require just, as you say, really being very focused and, and, and making that extra effort to make sure everybody is safe when you're driving or even walking, I guess, <laughs> these days downtown.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, obviously I go to court quite often in Vancouver, and it's an abomination down there with, with, with the pedestrians are, are, are disregarding the, the, the wait signals, so they're preventing vehicles from turning right. Then you've got vehicles that are cutting the pedestrians off because they're trying to get through the light. And then you've got the, the e-scooters, and you've got the couriers on their bicycles, and it is a complete nightmare. Yeah. It is a complete nightmare. I'm surprised there's not more fatals quite honestly. Yeah, no, you're
0: absolutely right. And there is a debate right now in the city of wanting to have more red light cameras as well uh, in regards to uh, some some of the things that you've brought up. Uh, and there's a debate about cost and everything else. We'll, we'll save that for another day, but I really appreciate your time today, Grant.
1: It is always my pleasure.